Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Timberwolves Idol, they get the Lakers tomorrow night. Late start, pregame show at 9. That means a full Lake show with Henry tomorrow night between 6 and 9. Then Cal Soderquist turns it over to Alan Horton. Alan's going to join us shortly. And then the trip ends to California in Sacramento with the Kings. And that'll be an 8.30 start Saturday night, tip just after 9. Uh, Timberwolves back to Target Center in a tough one. The Philadelphia 76ers, the 40-win Philadelphia 76ers come to town on Tuesday night. That's a little bit earlier start. Pre-game at 6, tip just after 6.30 uh, here on the home of the Timberwolves. News Talk, 830-WCCO. We'll keep an eye on the boys' hockey scoreboard tonight. A number of section finals underway. And we'll uh, let you know that a bunch of games now underway. Section 2AA Championship, Minnetonka and Chanhassen. Uh, the Skippers have been ranked number one much of the year. Down in 1AA in Rochester, Lakeville North, Lakeville South, 8AA championship game uh, in East Grand Forks, Roseau and Moorhead in that one. And also underway in Elk River at the Furniture and Things Community Events Center, the Section 5AA championship, Maple Grove and Rogers. Rogers, the number one seed. Maple Grove, the defending runner-up. And oh, by the way, at Amsoil in Duluth, the 7AA championship game, Andover and Duluth East. Edina and Creighton Durham Hall punched their ticket to the AA tourney with wins last night. We'll have more on that later on in the program. Right now, Timberwolves in the spotlight, and the voice of the Wolves, Alan Horton, joins us from Southern California. Alan, I hope you're doing well. Stevie T, I'm doing very well. Hope you're doing well as well. Yeah, I noticed it's a little cool in L.A. You haven't seen snowflakes, have you? Uh, no, there's. they did have some snow off in the, uh, I guess maybe that was up in the Bay Area. They had some uh, snow in the mountains up there. But, you know, it's weird. All season long, the Wolves, wherever we've traveled, we brought the cold weather with us. <laughs> whether it's trip to Florida, whether it's trip to Texas, and to California as well. It's just uh, it's been a little bit chilly wherever we've gone. Yeah, and here, here's 
my mom and dad, quick quick sidebar, they, they spend winters down uh, in Arizona in the greater Phoenix metro area. And when, when they talk to me, they say, well, it, it rained today. And I'm like, mom, dad, stop, stop. Yeah. You know, okay, it rained. I, I'm I'm sorry, you weren't able to get 18 in today, but um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't be complaining. You, you keep that to yourself when you're talking to most <laughs> exactly. of the people around the country who have much, 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 much more winter uh, conditions than they can imagine. So yeah, I get I get that. Yeah, Alan Horton joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline talking Timberwolves. Uh, Alan, l- let's let's go there. Uh, the win over the L.A. Clippers on Tuesday night. To me, it seems like the most important win of the year. <laughs> I think uh, I think it definitely feels like that because it's so late in the year, because the team had lost three in a row, because the team was kind of heading the wrong direction in the standings. It felt like that. But it's interesting around the team, you know, they, it's an old cliche, right? You just don't get too high. You don't get too low. Yeah. You stay even keel. Um, you, you kind of play the long game. And that's the way the Timberwolves have kind of approached it. And so they didn't feel like it was that big of a win. They just, they've just they gone through this throughout the course of the season. They take the longer, more macro view of things. And it, it is. It's emblematic of how the Wolves have played this season. They haven't had long, consistent stretches of playing well. Um, they haven't had long stretches of consistent stretches of playing poorly either. It's just been kind of up and down. And as soon as you start to figure out this team, well, then something uh, so the, you get it gets flipped on its head, and you go a different direction. Then you think you figure this thing out, and then it's something else that pops up. It's um, but it, there's no doubt that it was a big win, and I and I think I think for those who who are sort of watching and following and rooting for this team, it was a bigger win than I think the players. I think they realize you know the situation, but again, they're taking a little different approach. I think for us. It's more like, yes, that, that was a big-time win. I mean, you faced a healthy Kawhi Leonard and a healthy Paul George. Yeah. Um, those guys in their two previous games had scored 175 points and 124 points, lost them both. But um, that's a potent offensive lineup. And for the Wolves to have like, their third-best defensive effort of the season was, um, was, was perfectly timed. Yeah, and it's such a weird stretch, and you alluded to that. Coming out of the break, just an absolute clunker against the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, there, there's there's other ways to describe it, but we can't do it on the public airwaves. And then yeah. missing a big opportunity in San Francisco against Golden State with, with Steph Curry out of the lineup, no Draymond Green, no Andrew Wiggins, and, yeah. and they didn't get it done. Yeah, I think you could even include the Washington game before yeah. the All-Star break is one that they just let slip away. All three games, um, they had leads in the fourth quarter. Two of them, they had double-digit leads. Um, and, and maybe that was the biggest thing to come out of the other night was that they, they, they looked like a team that was determined. I thought Kyle Anderson, who played the entire 12 minutes of the fourth quarter, he's the only Timberwolves player to play all 12 minutes. I thought he was the most important person on the floor in the fourth quarter. I just felt like he was not going to let this team lose. He was making plays. He was knocking down shots. He's grabbing rebounds. And when someone would make a mistake, he would quickly be, be there to put his hands down and say, hey, calm down, or hey, get in his ear and, and try to recover from things. It just felt like it, you know he was taking that veteran leadership role that he's capable of doing and that he's provided much of the year. I thought, I thought he really stepped up um, in that fourth quarter to secure the win. Yeah, and I, I'm hoping that – that Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert start to exert some of that veteran influence that we just yeah. flat out can't afford losses like to the Wizards or, or the Hornets. We have to take care of business. Time is of the essence. 
And it's a good thing that the Hornets are off the schedule. The Pistons are yeah. off the schedule. Yeah. The Orlando Magic are off the schedule. All these bottom teams are off the schedule. And so um, this team, in my, I, you know, I don't have the numbers to back it up. I feel like they've just played better against better teams. Um, I, they've been, they have just as many, you know, they have seven losses against the bottom five teams in the NBA, but they have seven wins against the top uh, six or seven teams in the, in the NBA. So I feel like they've risen to the occasion. And so, you get into big-time environments, yeah, it didn't pay off in Golden State, but it did against the Clippers. And I would expect another good effort tomorrow night against the Lakers because um, what's really encouraging to me, Steve, is that uh, for the first time since the trade, um, you know, there's only been two wins since the trade. They're two and four, and the other win was in Dallas, and they survived you know, that late comeback by Kyrie Irving. So I really think it's their best performance since the trade. Um, and I asked Mike Conley about that today, and he agreed. He thought that was because of the way things ended in Dallas, even though they get the win, it was still a really poor you know, quarter and a half almost to end that thing, just holding on. Um, he thought it was the best performance. And I thought you know, getting Rudy back and getting Torian Prince back. I mean, Torian Prince is an integral part of this team, and the numbers really shine through. They're like, you know, they're nine games over 500 when he plays. When they don't, they're, they're a sub-500 team. It's really been glaring having his absence. And now, I think since the trade, that was the first time. You saw it all come together the other night. The, the, the starting lineup was good. I thought the bench unit may, may have had one of their best games as a complete effort. I think you saw balance in the lineup and scoring and in rebounding. And, and now when you add in not just Mike Conley from the trade, but Nikhil Alexander-Walker, um, three straight games he's been in the rotation, and I don't think he's coming out anytime soon because now that gives Chris Finch another dynamic, um, another piece off the bench. Now you can throw. You've got Jaden and Ant as your two primary defenders. Now you've got TP. Now you've got Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Now you've got Austin Rivers. That, that's a lot of different um, defensive players, primarily defensive players, that you can throw at. Um, other teams' best players. You've got some. You've got, you've got options now. Coaches love to have options because guess what? Um, a plan uh, can go out the window very quickly in the NBA. You can have the best laid plan, and that can go get crumpled up and throw in the trash can by by the end of the first quarter. So sometimes you need to vary from the plan, and the more options you have off the bench, um, I, I think that really helps your depth. And I think I think um, I think the second unit is much more formidable now. It was so obvious. Uh, missing TP and missing, you know, Rudy, who then, of course, Nas has to come from the second unit and be in the starting lineup, that really made the bench um, struggle against Golden State. They were much more formidable the other night against the Clippers. Alan Horton joining us. It'll be the Timberwolves and the Lakers, game three of the trip tomorrow night, late start, 9 o'clock with Cal. Alan Horton with the play-by-play after 9.30 9.30 and then Sacramento on Saturday night before returning home to play the Sixers on Tuesday. Alan, about Anthony Edwards, I, I get the sense that there's a bit of a post-All-Star hangover or a bump in the road for Ant, if you will. I think a little bit. I think what it is, it's, it's, it's not so much a hangover from the All-Star weekend. It's just a continuation of the season and how much of a grind it's been. And the fact that he, you know, he may have gotten, you know, what, two days off there instead of maybe right. five days off. I think that's the biggest thing is that it, it just didn't give him the break that maybe he could have used. Um, and then I felt like the first couple of games out of the all-star break, um, I thought things kind of shifted a little bit. I hadn't felt like Ant was really felt the burden of carrying the team during the course of the regular season. Once cat went down, 
Uh, D'Lo, for the most part, was out there. Um, but even before, right after the trade, but before the uh, before the before the All Star break, I didn't feel like Ant had the was trying to carry it and just like forcing things. The first couple of games, I, I thought he did, and that really, you know, that plays into your opponent's strength, right? Because who are they focused on? They're yep. focused on slowing down Anthony Edwards, and if you try to force things, that all that does is play right into their hands. And what we saw against the Clippers was what? Six players in double figures, two of them off the bench. Jordan McLaughlin had his – talk to him a little bit after practice today. Um, he, he said that was the best game he's played since he's come back from the injury. It's been nine games now. And it's taken a little bit of time for him to get that edge back. You know, to play in the NBA, you have to be at, for most guys, you have to be at 100%, right? You've got to be on point. You've got, you can't be a half second slow. You can't be thinking about how your uh, a potential injury or, or past injury is feeling. Um, you've got to be sharp in your decision making. If you're just off a little bit, well, for most guys in the NBA, that, 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 that kills you. You can't compete. You can't play like you're used to playing because you just don't – you need to be at 100%. And he's I finally, I think, getting there. And we saw that the other night uh, with him almost scoring 10 points. So um, I love the balance they showed the other night, not only scoring but rebounding. And guess what? Ant doesn't have to carry the way. You can have six guys. It, you, the team becomes much more effective and potent and dangerous if everybody's sharing the ball, everybody is scoring – that's that's much more difficult for teams to defend, um, and, and guess what? That in the long run, that'll only help Anthony Edwards, um, who's got supreme talent, and he is going to get his shots, and he's going to score, and it might come a lot easier for him um, as we see the rest of the team um, to help him carry the load. It's not just him; you've got a lot of other good players on this team as well. And the biggie, Cats uh, return. Anthony Edwards he even quoted talking about how important it is for Cat to come back, but we're still not sure when. No, no, we have really no clue. And Cat um, is with the team. You see him on the bench during the games. Uh, he's there with his teammates, and, uh, but he's not, he's, not, um, he's not with the team. He's not practicing with the team, so he's not even at that stage yet. And so um, it's, tough to, it's tough to put a timeline on it when, um, you know, there's, no, there's been no you know, talk about it, no release, no, no re, you know, hey, here's another week and we're going to reexamine here, uh, that kind of thing. It's all just kind of a wait and see. Chris Finch has said repeat, he's asked about it repeatedly, um, and he just said there's no timeline, and that's the way it is. There is no timeline, but it won't be this week, and it, it, it won't be next week either because you know, he's been out for so long now that I would think, Steve, even if, he's 100, even if his injury is 100%, you've got to get some sort of game-ready preparedness i mean it's got to be a full week of practice and the problem is you don't get full weeks of practice we have three games in a week There's, you're likely to get one practice in or lucky to get one practice in so it's going to um you know he, he, even when he's back and starting to practice he's got to he's got to work back up into game shape big one with the lakers tomorrow night and there are a bunch of storylines going into this old friend d'angelo russell uh not far removed from the timberwolves and then, of course, uh, the Lakers in L.A., all of that, uh, LeBron James injury. I mean, uh, th- there's a lot. And, and the L.A. Lakers now in the mode where, where they're trying to hang on and find a way into this thing. Well, they were without LeBron James, without D'Angelo Russell, and without Anthony Davis last night in Oklahoma City. Um, and the Thunder have snuck, on some, snuck up on some people this year. That leaves a really interesting lineup for the Lakers without those three guys. It is I mean, it's Mo Bamba, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley. It's Austin Reeves. It's um, it's a really uh, interesting <laughs> rotation 
They're going to have Anthony Davis back tomorrow night. We don't know about D'Angelo Russell yet. Um, I just wish I wish Pat Bev was still on the Lakers so we could really play four former Timberwolves yeah. all at once. But uh, he's busy with the Chicago Bulls. But you know, anytime you play the Lakers in LA with the spotlight on the court, um, it's a it's a special environment. And I, and I love the way the Timberwolves kind of embraced. I think sometimes even though their record has not been great on the road, I think they've embraced playing on the road, liking that environment, um, and and basically shutting fifteen thousand people up. That was fun the other night. And I think um, I. I you know, all of a sudden that changes the outlook of the road trip and you start to get greedy, right? Oh, well, now oh, we should yeah. beat the Lakers. That'd be one game over 500. And let's go, let's go up to Sacramento and see what we can do. And um, it's, it's going to be fun. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad the Wolves won that game, um, not only for their confidence, not that that was wavering, but just to get them back in the, in the swing of things. Now you're in eighth. You're only a game out of, you know, a game out of fifth. It's, 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 you know, they even losing three in a row, they didn't fall very far because this, this middle part of the West is just jam packed. All right, Alan, i got to ask you about what is now Crypto.com Arena, used to be Staples Center. When we were in L.A., we went to a Clippers-Suns game, and, and mm. it's not set up the same way. The lighting's not the same. Is it no. noticeably different? Because it looks different on television when you're calling a Lakers game in that building. Is yep. the lighting that much different? Because it sure looks that way on TV. It is, and it's interesting. In the NBA, you have to, um, you know, if you ever wanted to change your lighting system in the in the arena, you can you can do so. You can, there are different options. I think the league gives you, but you have to get league approval before the season and have it all set. Um, and so the Lakers have what what a few teams have is more of a spotlight type feel, right? The court is illuminated almost brighter than um, than most courts, and it's really centered on the court. It makes the crowd really dark around it. And it gives it Correct. that spotlight feel. Um, and, and really it fits in with L.A. with their whole theme of Showtime and the Lakers and all this kind of stuff. So it, it kind of works for them. Uh, but it is a different lighting setup. It is a different color. Obviously, the floor is different. But even the arena is different. They take down the one thing that's constant up there are the, are the L.A. Kings, who are the number two tenant in that building. It goes Lakers, Kings, and then Clippers are third. That's why the Clippers are building their own arena, which will be ready, I think, in another year or two. So it's going to be pretty quick. But when the Clippers have a game, they take down Lakers stuff, and they put up all their Lakers uh, banners up on the wall and their pictures and things. And when the Lakers play, it's much more of a purple and yellow feel. And when the Clippers play, it's more of a black and uh, I don't know what their secondary, I guess blue kind of coloring. So it's, it does look markedly different when you're in there, especially when you play both teams. One night, you're like, hey, okay. And then the next night, it looks completely different. You just, you just wait, are we in the same arena? Uh, yeah, they do an amazing job in that arena hosting so many events like oh. and and turning and having you know in a day they can turn around and have a basketball game at noon they can have a hockey game in the early evening and the next day they'll flip it back to the third team and play basketball there yeah and it is really cool if if you get a chance to go to LA and uh, LA live and what i i still mistakenly call Staples Center it, yeah, it is a cool does. area in downtown LA it's pretty neat You'd love to see Staples uh, come back up and sponsor that thing. I, I mean, I think unfortunately Miami's arena was called FTX Arena. Um, yeah, they have to yeah. keep they have to keep the naming up because it's um because they still got a contract technically, even though the company has filed for bankruptcy, they can't change the name. They can't do anything about it, so they're kind of stuck. Um, and I, I'm not sure Crypto.com is is bankrupt, but um, certainly that whole industry has uh, been turned on its head. I'm no I'm no crypto expert, but. Um, it certainly seems like a. It certainly seems like a lot of teams went went for the money. You know, they got paid yeah, a lot of money absolutely. to have those naming rights. Well, now you're gonna have to go through that again because those things are not gonna last long. 
Well, Alan, always good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. We look forward to it tomorrow night. Cal gets us started at 9, after 9.30 yard time. Timberwolves and Lakers from L.A. Appreciate it, Steve. All right, there he is. Alan Horton, the voice of the Timberwolves, and joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. We'll, we'll come back, talk a little more Timberwolves. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk some positive news for the Vikings. Uh, the NFL Players Association, very high on the Vikings. We'll tell you why here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Always good to visit with Alan Horton, joining us from Southern California. When I sent a text to him earlier in the day, I thought, come on, Steve, I'm in L.A., I'm enjoying the sunshine, I don't want to be bothered with all of this, but uh, Alan was good enough to join us. And a huge win over the L.A. Clippers uh, the other night in L.A., 108-101. They absolutely positively needed that. And now, with the L.A. Lakers tomorrow night, hopefully they can continue that because they have a tough back-to-back in L.A. Friday night, in Sacramento on Saturday night. Then they come back and take on uh, a very good Sixers team, Joel Embiid, here on Tuesday night. They get the Nets here on Friday night. Uh, The Hawks, after that, on the road on Monday, March 13th. But, you know, for the Timberwolves, and we continue to wait, for news on Carl Anthony Towns, and Alan alluded to it, and I want to amplify that on Cat. I think the Minnesota Timberwolves and Carl Anthony Towns and the people advising him have done the fans a disservice. You know, they, they don't owe the media anything, but I think they owe the fans. And the media, in many cases, is just the conduit to the fans. And the fact that it's been... Radio silence on Cat's injury return timeline is a mistake. It's bad PR. It's a bad look. And don't give me all this HIPAA stuff or all of that. Everyone knows what the injury is. And he seemed to be annoyed early on when there was a timetable of four to six weeks. 
But we've heard nothing. He's traveled out to this and that. He's with the team. How hard is it for them to give us a meaningful update? The medical staff, cat, anybody. The guy makes max money. He's a cornerstone player in the franchise, and we're still all in the dark on it. It's frustrating because the team needs him if they want to return to the playoffs. But a big win over the Clippers. We'll see if they get it done in L.A. tomorrow night. Uh, Henry Lake at 6, pregame at 9 with Cal, and Alan Horton with the play-by-play at about 9.30. We'll have the weather coming up here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Lake Show, Steve Thompson, Chris Tubbs. Henry was in earlier for Chad Hartman. Highlights of the noon to 3 Available at WCCO Radio. Why were you yelling? Why were you yelling the word "no" there, Steve? Yeah, well, a little, I, little, little radio tantrum there on the good neighbor. Well, he, here's the thing, uh, and, and we all have dealt with the same thing. If if you live in this neck of the woods, but when I get to work, getting out of my vehicle, walking into my full time job. I feel like I'm a step away from serious injury on the ridiculous amount of ice, etc., in the parking lots. And I know they're doing the best job they can. I'm not ripping the snow removal crews, etc. I mean, we have had rain. We've had snow. We've had rain on top of the snow. We've had melting. We we had the slop uh, come through uh, in, in time for yesterday morning. And now it's March. I'm done. Um, Because there's all that talk in in November leading up to Thanksgiving and then into December and the holidays and, oh, the snow lovers and this and that. Now it's March. I'm done. I want it over with. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want 70 degrees. I don't want a lightning quick melt. I don't want flooding. I don't want all of that. You want a gradual melt. Yeah, I'm ready for sunny and 40 mm-hmm. and a gradual melt i'm i'm fine with a little freeze overnight to slow things down a little bit i i don't want flooding but i'm i'm done with the snow i'm done with the ice that's it i don't i don't know about you but i'm there well i, I know we have in our driveway the way that our house faces that part of the driveway we cannot get thawed because it is blocked from the sun for a good majority of the day. So, I, I mean, it's like a couple inches of ice, and, and then yeah. there's, like, nothing. Yeah. You know, it's, like, part of it. And, thankfully, my wife's got a, a bigger equinox, so, you know, she has no problem with it. But it's just, like, yeah, I, I, I think this year, especially with all the snow, I feel like people have hit their limits, and just, you know, we've got the, the middle fingers just up to, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, to, I'm to, done so. You know yeah. what I want? What? And what you need. What? And it is that thing. If you've seen video of the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, that the the these carts that, that had the, the flames shooting out trying <laughs> to thaw the field, that's what yeah. you need. You need one of those contraptions from the old Met where you put a couple of propane tanks <laughs> on it and you fire that baby up and you just have flames <laughs> shooting out of there. Um that that's what we need in the parking lot at my full-time job because half the lot gets sun and that's where I park yeah. but you got to make your way through this 
this treacherous snow and ice to get to the front door. And like I say, I don't want to slip and fall. Um, one of the guys I work with did slip and fall in that parking lot. Oh, no. You know, and yeah, and and that that's no fun. Yeah, and you my, can definitely my, my, yeah. do damage. Yeah, my wife wouldn't trust me with that. I, I'd set something on I'd end up being like Beavis. Be, fight, fight, <clears throat> you know, that would be me somehow lighting something on fire but, trying to. But you to... know exactly what oh, I'm talking yeah. about. I, yeah, I know exactly it, what you're talking it, about. It, yes. And if you've never seen it, Google it. Flamethrower at the old <laughs> Met in Bloomington. Yep. The thing they used before the uh, playoff games and the NFC championship games at the old Met in Bloomington, they'd go around. And I, I'm surprised that the grass didn't start on fire with these damn things. But uh, They look brutal. It, it sounds like. Yeah, it, it was really cool. I'd love to operate one of those things. All right, let's get to the scores. Big night, boys section finals all over the state and over in Duluth East. I'm keeping an eye on this one at Amsoil, and that is still scoreless. Uh, they have played one period up there at Amsoil in Duluth. Let's get you to some of the other scores. Warroad East Grand Forks. Warroad leads at 1-0. Uh, that game through one period of play, that's Section 8A. Uh, still no score. Minnetonka Chanahasson at Braemar, that's Section 2AA. Still no score. Section 1AA championship, Lakeville North, Lakeville South. Everybody had to drive down to Rochester to that one. When, when in reality, they could have just gone over to the Fairgrounds Coliseum if they had ice at the Fairgrounds Coliseum. Up in East Grand Forks, Moorhead leading Rozo 2-0 in that one. Uh, one period in the books. Fergus Falls leading Alexandria 2-1. Section 6A championship up in St. Cloud. Uh, Maple Grove, a 2-0 lead over Rogers in this Section 5AA championship game in Elk River. And in the 4A championship game, Chisago Lakes and Matamidi tied at 1. And we should mention state wrestling underway at the XL Energy Center in St. Paul. That is an unbelievable meet. Uh, teams will be decided today, and then uh, individuals wrestle with championship Saturday uh, coming up around the corner. But that is the wonderful tournament over there, and boys swimming and diving over at the U at the Freeman Aquatic Center. So you're up to date on what's going on locally. Uh, Chris, we, we got NBA, we got NHL, etc. Yes, we do, Stevie T. Let's go ahead and get into the uh, Big Ten men's basketball schedule right now. The University of Minnesota at Williams Arena. They are trailing Rutgers 61-54 to with about five and a half minutes left to go in the second half there. Uh, Michigan up on Illinois, 57-56. Seven and a half minutes left to go in the second half there. Uh, That game in Champaign. Fifth-ranked Purdue, they are in Madison later on taking on Wisconsin. Uh, let's uh, let's go to some top 25 here in uh, men's college basketball here, Steve, because we are starting to get to the uh, the end of the the end of the regular season before we get into the uh, postseason conference tournaments. Top ranked Houston, the Cougars in H Town, they are up on Wichita State, 65-56. Fourth ranked UCLA will host Arizona State later on tonight. Mentioned Purdue, Wisconsin. Eighth ranked Arizona, they are at USC. Let's move to women's college basketball. We do have the Big Ten women's basketball tournament going on at the Target Center, of course, University of Minnesota 
Uh, not a good. Unfortunately, you lose in the first round, and then uh, you also your your head coach steps down. So not a good couple of days for the University of Minnesota. Let's get to the games that are uh, going on. Final from earlier on today, 17th-ranked Michigan knocked off Penn State 63-61. Penn State, of course, the team that knocked off the Gophers yesterday. Uh, Michigan State over Nebraska 67-64. And Purdue eked by Wisconsin 57-55. A game that's going to start in about 15 minutes. It is uh, Illinois taking on Rutgers. So, so far today, we've had three games uh, all decided by three points or less. So, I mean, if you're the Big Ten, that's what you want. You want competitive games if you're the Big Ten. Yeah, and that's another thing we didn't bring up right out of the gate when we talked about Lindsey Whalen. And that is not not only losing in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, a tournament you're hosting in Minneapolis, but then you sit down with Mark Coyle and you're no longer the head coach. That That's tough. I mean, that's tough with everybody in the conference in town. So um, Lindsey Whalen at some point will meet with the media and, and talk more about, about the decision. But I, I think it goes beyond what was going on on the floor. Yeah, there's got to be. I, I get that sense. We'll, we'll see about that. Yeah, there's got to be more at play. But, again, you know, that will come out over the course of time. Let's move to the NHL. We do know that the Minnesota Wild, they are in Vancouver taking on the Canucks. That game is going to uh, drop the puck in about an hour 15. So uh, Wild and the Canucks coming up a little bit later on tonight. Games that are in action right now. Second intermission, Bruins shutting out the Sabres 2 to nothing. The Kraken and Red Wings are tied at 4. Uh, they are in the second intermission there. Also the second intermission in, uh, in uh, Charlotte. The uh, Predators up on the Panthers, 2-1. to one. Rangers lead the Senators, 3-2. to two. Uh, Penguins also up on the Lightning, 3-2. to two. They are just about ready to uh, hit the locker room for the second intermission there. Uh, five minutes gone in the first period in Chicago. The Stars and the Blackhawks are scoreless. Maple Leafs and Flames, uh, Canadians, Kings, and Blues and Sharks all a little bit later on. Uh, let's get to some Major League Baseball here, Steve. The Twins defeated the Rays earlier on, 4-2. to two. That's pretty much all we need to know in terms of you know, Major League Baseball scores right now. Doesn't yeah. mean a thing. You got split squads. You got so many things going on. Get your work in. Stay healthy. Get ready for the regular season. Yeah, no, no doubt. Some some of the guys are going to head to the WBC. Uh, and, it, and if you're wondering about some of the kids coming up, our, our friend Do Young Park, who covers the Twins for MLB.com, did a piece on Brooks Lee, and that's really interesting. Uh, if you got a moment, I, I would check that out at at the Twins website. But you know, here, here's another kid, a lot of hype, and you know, he he could be on a fast track uh, to be in a Twins uniform. Yeah, uh, it, it sounds like he is the real deal. Brooks Lee is a stud, and uh, Twins fans, if you don't know him, you you are going to know him uh, very very quickly. Uh, we got four games in the NBA, Steve. Three of them are underway. Just getting started the fourth quarter in the nation's capital. The Wizards up on the Raptors, 89-78. Uh, Christoph Porzingis, 18 points for the uh, Wizards. Jakob Podol, 18 points, nine boards for Toronto. He's been a great addition coming over from San Antonio at the trade deadline. Mavericks up on the Sixers, 71-67 at halftime. Uh, Luka Dantic, uh 25 points for the uh, Dallas Mavericks, 19 points, 10 assists. 
for James Harden in that one. Joel Embiid is playing earlier on today. Thought he might not play because of the foot issue. He is in. Uh, Pacers up on the Spurs, 11-10 early on. Uh, Buddy Hill's got nine early ones for Indiana. And coming up later on tonight, the Clippers are taking on the Warriors. Those are the last two opponents for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And uh, that game is going to be tipping off at 9 o'clock Central Daylight. Is it daylight or stand? I, I don't know. I know we're flipping. It's not daylight yet. Still okay, standard, standard time. Okay. I, Still I, standard time. I keep screwing that up. Just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Daylight, standard. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Here, here's me real quick. I don't know about you. I, I want more daylight at the end of the day. So they could make daylight saving time, daylight saving time uh, permanent as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I'd be good with that. I'd rather have more light at the end of the day. Yeah, that, I, I yeah, I do too. Give me give me something to be excited about at the end of the day. Yeah, let us yeah. a little darker in the mornings. Okay. Do, do we have time for a little golf? A, a little check. Oh, the the, uh, the 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 API Arnold Palmer. Yeah, the down API? at Bay Hill. Yeah, uh, do it. A, another course I'll never be able to play, <laughs> or never be invited. Uh, John, to play. John Rahm, right? I mean, he's he. Yeah, John, John Rahm on top, seven under par. Chris Kirk, Cameron Young, Kirk Kitayama, two back. But John Rahm, hottest player in the world, a two-shot lead. And a 65 at Bay Hill, no joke. I mean, that that is really good. Scotty Scheffler, four and a part. Jordan Spieth, minus four. Xander Schauffele, minus four. Patrick Cantlay, Ricky Fowler, Keegan Bradley. This is a handsome leaderboard and, and one of the great uh, regular season, non-major events on the PGA Tour, the Arnold Palmer. And... I wonder if you can get an Arnold Palmer at the Arnold Palmer. You probably, if you can't get an Arnold Palmer at the Arnold Palmer, then then where can you? Then you can yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it, it, it is the single greatest ESPN promo of all time. Remember when they'd have big sports stars at ESPN headquarters, and they were in the lunchroom, yes. and a couple of the hosts I can't remember, Arnold Palmer's there, and he's making a lemonade with iced tea. And you could just tell everyone's going, Arnold Palmer's making an Arnold Little Palmer. Palmer yes. I mean, without saying it, it is the greatest single promo in the history of it's, sports it, that's television. When ES, that's when ESPN and SportsCenter really yeah. did a good job of marketing uh, itself as the show. And right now, yeah, we're not you – don't, you don't get that anymore. No, it, it is an unbelievably good promo. Oh, and, and I'm sure it's out there in cyberspace. Uh, ten minutes now in front of eight. It is the Lake Show. Stephen for Henry. Uh, Chris Tubbs alongside here on News Talk. A3LWCCO. We we went down a rabbit hole, and I brought up golf. Arnold Palmer Invitational first round today. Thanks, and Steve. I'm, yeah. Know, I'm so weak-minded that anything you're like, hey, do you remember that? And then I'm, I, I'm, I'm like a cat with a bright laser. I'm like, I'll chase this. Yeah, and I chased it down a rabbit hole, so thank you. Yeah. And it, it, it's Arnold Palmer in the alleged ESPN <laughs> lunchroom, and, and he's got a caddy, and there's a, a big container of lemonade and a big container of iced tea. And every, or most people know what Arnold Palmer is, you know, half lemonade, half iced tea. I love the drink, especially in the warmer weather, which is coming soon at some point to these parts. But behind them are a couple of legendary ESPN hosts in awe of watching Arnold Palmer mix an Arnold Palmer. And there's a caddy there. He's got the the trademark Arnold Palmer umbrella on his bib 
holding clubs. I mean, it's just so well done. Oh, it, it is. And then you've got you know Stuart Scott and Scott Van Pelter there, and then you've got Scott Van Pelt. All and this is just, it's just a fifteen second spot, right? So it's not like it's a very long thing. You just no. have he just Scott Van Pelt leans over to Stuart Scott and just whispers, "That was awesome." And every every time I think about it, I think how awesome it is. Um, whenever I am out ordering an Arnie Palmer, I think about that promo and how <laughs> an, cool it is. Arnie Palmer. You got yes. the slang done. That's that must be how the kids say it. And uh, or an or Arnie when you're when you're at some golf courses, I'll have an Arnie. Really? And, Ooh, and, okay. and, I, and I and I think that John Daly is the lemonade, the iced tea. <laughs> and a shot of something else. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Think, or a couple of shots of something I don't, else. I don't maybe. think there's any lemonade. I don't think there's any iced tea. I think it's all what, just whiskey, vodka, rum, gin. Well, yeah, yeah, what, 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I would love to have been in on the conversation where someone approached Arnold Palmer and said, "Would you do this?" I wonder how long it took Arnie to say yes. Oh, the late great. We're going to take a break. We'll have all the news and weather. At eight here on the CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.